Two weeks ago, we started a series entitled Boss. And we talked about authority, and we talked about how some things are the boss of us. And the first thing we looked at is that sometimes we need to let the God of us become smaller. We need to kill the God of us, which is pride, that we put ourselves on a pedestal that we think we're greater than God, and we think that we're, you know, we can do it on our own. Tonight, we want to look at a different aspect of things that control us. If you had an opportunity, just say that tomorrow you knew that this would be, you know, you would be stranded on, on an island, you would have nothing else. What would be, and I want you to raise your hand and I'll point to you, what would be the most important thing to you that you would say, I want to have? Water. Water, okay. Shelter, all right. What is food? What, what is something that you love? What are some things that we love to have? Huh? Sleep, all right, all right. I'm talking about stuff now, stuff. Electricity, Let, all right, you just said that. Your phone, TV, game, right? The list goes on, right? These are all stuff that we love to have. And sometimes it becomes the most important thing to us. First slide. Can anyone tell me what this is? A storage unit, right? Right? It's a, it's a storage unit. It's for people, listen, it's for people who pay to store things because they have so much stuff that they don't want to get rid of, that they just paid to store it. They have so much stuff, but yet they don't have space in their house for it, so they're going to store it somewhere else. How many of you have watched the house um, about hoarders? Anyone ever? All right. What, what are they called? Are they called hoarders? It's called hoarders, but it has a, something else, right? Buried alive, I think it's called, right? Anyway, they have so much stuff in their house, and it's like clustered that they can't even move but yet, they don't want to give anything away. The next slide. Across the continent of Europe, if you add up all the storage containers people own to store their extra stuff, you'd get the number 2,400 units that are being used to house people's extra stuff. That's a lot. It would take me 40 minutes to even count that high. Now, any guesses how many storage units the United States has. Anyone could guess how much? Anyone could guess how much units? The 200 million. Okay, that's like a way out there number. Anyone else? Well, how much you store? You say the United States has? Huh? 50,000. All right. Someone said 50,000. Right? That's the 50,000. All right. It is 58,000 storage units. All right, listen, listen, that is 24 times more storage units than the entire continent of Europe. That's more than the number of McDonald's, Starbucks, Walmarts, and CVS stores on the entire planet combined. Why in the world would we need so much storage space? I think it's safe to say that we have a problem, right? Now listen, we're not in the United States, all right? 
But there are storage units here that people rent all the time. They're different places because they have extra stuff. At one point, I had to rent a storage unit because we were moving and I had to put stuff in a place because I had to store it. But there are people who just have these units just to have them. And you had to pay a monthly fee to store stuff. So you're paying to store the stuff. Instead of you maybe giving it away or even having a yard sale to sell it, all you're doing is paying to store extra stuff. How many of you would say you have a problem with stuff? All right. All right. If we're honest, if we're honest with ourselves in this room, I think that all of us have some type of problem with stuff. And I think that if we're honest with ourselves, we allow stuff to get into place of our relationship with God. You know, some of you have an iPad or whatever tablet you have, a phone, TV. Let's be honest. Doesn't that get in the way of your time with God sometimes? It does for me. You see, we allow stuff to consume it. We allow stuff to control it. We allow stuff to be what we're about. And you know what the problem is with all of us? We want what? More stuff. We want more stuff. We're not satisfied with what we have. And including myself. We want more stuff. Or we look at someone and we say, hey, boy, that new iPhone, boy, that look good, eh? I want that, man. I want that. Now, you have a phone that's working now. But, man, you got to get that new iPhone. You got to. Or that new Samsung phone. You got to get it. You might not have money for nothing else now. You might not eat for a couple of days, but guess what? I get a new phone. And I ball in my boy, because I get a new phone. Listen, I remember years ago, and, not, and you wouldn't know, um, because that was before your time, but the popular thing in Nassau was to have a direct TV. All right? A dish. 18-inch dish, right? You would go through some areas, and I mean, the house maybe can't stay up, but I could guarantee you one thing. They got an 18-inch dish on there, they're going to be able to watch TV. Because that's what is important. It's the same thing sometimes when we look at cars and different things. We want to get more stuff. And we allow these to become idols in our lives. Exodus 20, 1 to 3 says this. And God spoke all these, these words, saying, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. Again, last time we talked about how we don't have idols that we bow down to, golden idols, but we have other things that are taking the place of God. And anything that takes the place of God, you know what it is? An idol. It's an idol. And we've allowed our stuff to become an idol in our lives because we let it consume us. We let it be what we're about. We let it take the time. And you know what? If you ever want to see what's the most important thing in your life, look at what you spend the most time doing. I'll be honest, I like to watch TV. TV is probably an idol in my life. I like to watch TV because I get relaxed watching TV. I like to watch sports. And I just feel like when I'm watching sports, all my worries of what I'm doing, I don't worry about anymore. But we allow ourselves to be consumed with stuff. Which brings us to our passage for tonight in Luke chapter 12. 
And we need to look at how Jesus basically says that to, some, to the rich fool, that look, you, you think that you, know, you, want, you love me and you care about me and all this stuff, but I want to show you something. Someone in the crowd said to him, teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to them, man, who made you a judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, take care and be on your guard against all covetousness, for one's life does not consist of the abundance of his possessions. You see, all this guy's worry about is possessions, getting more stuff. Verse 16. And he told them a parable saying, the land of a rich man produced plenty. All right? So the rich man had plenty crops, plenty stuff. And all he was worrying about was himself. Because you know what happened? He already had some barns. But you know what happened? It got, he had too much crop. That What did he do? Instead of saying, you know what? I'll give you some, kid. I'll give you some. What did he end up doing? Build more and bigger barns. Let's go. And he thought to himself, what shall I do? For I have no way to store my crops. And he said, I will do this. I will tear down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all my green and all my goods. So he's saying, look, I could help a brother out over here. But why help a brother out when, you know what, I could have more. I could keep having more stuff. Keep giving me stuff. Keep giving me stuff. Not satisfied. And I will say to my soul, soul. This is, how, this is how crazy this man got. He's talking to himself now. You know, sometimes we talk to ourselves. How many of you ever talk to yourself and say, me, Nicholas, this is what I'm going to do. I don't do that, right? But I do talk to myself sometimes and say, you know, like, you know, should I do this or should I do that? I don't, I don't say self, though. I don't say that. I don't be like, Nicholas Albert Rogers, this is what I need to do. I don't do that, all right? But I will say, should I do this or should I do that? Anyway, and I said, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. So he has all his stuff. He could relax for years. But no, what does he want to do? Verse 20. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul is required of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? And verse 21. So it's the one who lays up treasure for himself, it is not rich toward God. You see, just like the rich fool, we are foolish. Because we put so much hope in our stuff. And we think that our stuff is the most important thing to us. You know, most of you have a cell phone. Some of you may not have a cell phone, and that's good if you don't have a cell phone. Because you know what happens a lot of times with cell phones? Not that they get stolen, but they consume you. All right? In fact, Apple, they're watching you, right? I always feel like somebody's watching me. Y'all know that song, right? Thank you, yeah. Someone don't worry. All right, no. But seriously, right? Listen, it's become so serious now. Listen, it's become so serious now that when you upgrade your, if you have an iPhone and you upgrade it to iOS 12, you know what you get every week now? How much screen time you use your phone. And you know what that does to you? You know what that does to you? It makes you just see how much time you wasted in a week looking at your phone. 
You see, listen, all right, listen. We've allowed technology and stuff to consume us. We've allowed it to become a god in our life, an idol in our life. You see, Jesus knew that we would struggle with this. And he understood that we allow stuff to consume us, and we allow stuff to overtake everything that we're about in our lives. Matthew 16, 24, 26, say this. Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come out to me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses life for my sake will find it. Verse 26, which is the key we want to look at. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what, would it, what shall a man give in return for his soul? You see, we could gain everything in this world. I could have all the riches, everything in the world, and you know what? It means absolutely nothing. If I allow it to consume me, if I allow it to become an idol in my life, I'm wasting my time. You see, we could have everything in life. And you know what's so sad is that we could have all the stuff, and you know what? We're still not happy. Because we always want more. The first song we sang tonight talked about joy. What do you find joy in? All right? You should find joy in your relationship with Christ. You should find joy, and that should be satisfaction. That should be what you need. But the reality is it doesn't because we allow ourselves to want more stuff. So I want to challenge, and this is the point that we want to look at. We need to defeat the God of stuff by letting go of our things. We need to defeat the God, this was from last week, we defeat the God of me by giving up our seat. That was last week, but this week we want to look at, we defeat the God of stuff by letting go of our things. By letting go of our things. What is it that you need to give up? What are the things in your life that you say, you know what? This is truly an idol in my life. I do struggle with this. I do struggle with being on my tablet too much, my computer. I struggle with watching too much TV. I struggle with watching Netflix. I, you know, I turned it on and I only wanted to watch one episode. I ended up staying up till 3 o'clock in the morning. No. Just keep on watching stuff. All right? That's what life has become, right? Life has become all about stuff. And then you know what happens? We wake up and we don't have time to do the things because we're tired in the morning. So I want to challenge you tonight. The last song we talked about was Come to the Altar. What is it that you need to say, you know, God, I struggle with this. I need to give this to you. I need you to help me with this. I need you to help me with not wanting more stuff. Because the reality is that we have enough. Because for us who are, call ourselves Christians, we have enough in Christ. Christ is enough for us. We need nothing else. All the other things that we have in life are just distractions. Taking us away from the truth and the only thing that we need. And that is a relationship with Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace and mercy. Father, we pray that you continue to be honored in everything that we do. Father, I pray that you would help each one of us to search our hearts and our lives and just search 
the stuff in our life and ask ourselves, what is it that we've allowed to consume us? What is the stuff that we need to give up? What is the stuff that we need to say, God, I need help with this? I pray that you'd help each one of us to look at our hearts and our lives and, and just look at the stuff that distracts us from you. And that we would recognize that we need to give it up. That we need not to forfeit our soul for stuff, but we need to give it over to you. And we just thank you, and we just praise in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>